hello my friends I missed you I know you're like bitch what do you mean but listen let me explain I miss this I miss sitting in the closet on the floor with the microphone, laptop open, drink in hand, ready to spill the tea, ready for me to word vomit you all the things that go on in my mind into your ears, okay? I miss this and I miss you and thank you for tuning in and subscribing and keeping up and reaching out and rating. I love you. I hope that doesn't sound fake. It's true. I really do love you and this truly brings me joy. And I'm back just for a little bit, guys, just just for a little bit. OK, I'm here with a Christmas special, a little pop in, if you will, just to kind of give you a little update, give you some stories, tell you about some tea that I've gone through, been through, went through at work. Oh, you're you're really going to get a kick out of this one. But I'm here just for a little bit, just to pop in and give you guys some dose of me while we wrap up the end of this year. Now, I wanted to open up season two with brand new episodes back to back, pretty consistent. The only reason why I took a break from, you know, recording episodes these past few weeks for for a few reasons. One of them being I was coming to the end of my semester, which meant that finals were coming up, which I don't want to get into, but because it's kind of a long story, but finals were really stressing me out. I mean, Wow, guys, I was only taking three classes, but out of the three classes I was taking, I was taking statistics and accounting. Now, for some, those seem like pretty normal business classes, sure, but for me, it might as well have been fucking Chinese and Egyptian hieroglyphics for blind people. Like, it was hard for me, okay? And throughout the entire semester, I did my best to keep up, study, do my work, you know, be consistent with it. But the truth is, come finals, it all came crashing down. So, crashing down in the sense that, yes, I was stressed out, but I passed. I ended up passing the semester with two Bs and one C. Am I incredibly proud for the C? No. But at the end of the day, C's get degrees, I pass, I no longer have to think about it or have to go back there ever again. And that's the bottom line. And that's what I'm going to just accept. So your girl passed the semester at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And so we're here. So aside from coming through, you know, the finals, end of the semester, work has been pretty hectic, just been, you know, trying to work hard, catch up with some Christmas shopping, spending time with the family. I didn't want to, you know, keep saying oh new episodes every Monday and then go off you know not post anything for three weeks so with that being said is why I took this time off but if you listen to my season one finale part two you would know that I started dabbling into YouTube and I started recording episodes of just Christmas content vlogmas and it's been a lot of fun YouTube is something I've always wanted to do and I've had my ups and downs with the platform as far as creating content and overthinking things and not posting and feeling like I needed to be different and I don't know I'll probably get into that on a separate episode but this time I decided to go back into it with an open mind and just to do it for pure fun I don't have many views I actually get more listener views um, engagement on my podcast than I do on my YouTube but that's okay that's okay because this 
is like my primary focus. YouTube was just something that I've always said I wanted to do and I just finally went and done it. So as of right now, you'll find five episodes on my YouTube channel. And if you're curious to know what it is, it's Nicole Asev. That's just my name for almost every platform I'm on. Uh, that's just kind of like my at name, my username, my screen name, whatever, my domain name. It's it's how you would find me. So YouTube, Nicole Asev, you'll find six videos of Vlogmas content if you want to binge on some Christmas fun that I've been doing these past few weeks. Um, other than that, I'm recording my last week on YouTube and from there I may post a travel vlog coming into the new year because if you haven't forgotten but your girl is going to France yes honey I'm going to France I am so excited so again if you haven't really kept up with the episodes if you skipped around through it which is totally fine let me recap you I got accepted to a program through my school that allows me to go to France for 10 days. It's called business boot camp, which pretty much just means I'm going to go to France, three different cities, learning the business, how business is done overseas. So I'm going to Paris, Bordeaux, and Po. And honey, when I looked at that itinerary, I was like, okay, am I going on a school trip or on vacation because I need to bring five suitcases like I need outfits for every single thing we're doing I am literally I mean granted I'm going to like the chambers of commerce I'm going to different banks I'm going to different businesses but in Paris I'm going like on a boat cruise you know to see the lights okay what the fuck's up I'm going Obviously, they gave us a lot of free time to go shopping and stuff, which is obviously something I'm totally looking forward to. But after Paris, we're going straight to Poe, where we would be going to like three different social events, which I'm like, should I print out business cards? And also going to a horse racing event, which my professor did tell us that we were more than welcome to gamble at. I been to casinos. I gamble. Sure. I don't know how to play any tables per se, but to gamble at a horse racing event like what am I in the Kentucky Derby right now like geez I feel so fancy I'm probably gonna bet like 20 euro because I really don't like gambling I don't like the idea of losing my money it actually pisses me off like I'm the kind of person it's it's ironic because like I will blow money but I will freak the fuck out if I'm missing five dollars like freak the fuck out so you can imagine that if I even lose as much as 20 bucks at a poker table or at a blackjack table or even a roulette table I'm like that's it I want to go home I get me out of here <laughs> so I really want to see how I'll do at this horse racing event but it's something I've never done so I'm like super looking forward to it and then in Bordeaux we're going to a winery guys again I'm like looking at this itinerary and I'm just like is this for school or am I just going on holiday like which one is it but you know your girl got you because I will be vlogging while I'm out there I'm not going to be I'm not an obnoxious YouTuber you know I'm not going to be like with the camera being super loud and jolly you know I'm going to obviously be a little bit discreet with it but I'll definitely document all the things I'm doing because obviously I want to be able to look back at it because everything I'm doing I am just so excited for I am vaccinated Yes, it is required to get a booster to go into France. I technically don't require one because I got vaccinated back in November. But let me tell you, 
dodging COVID for these next two weeks have been a real squid game struggle. Like, everyone around me is getting fucking sick. And I'm just like, I want to quarantine in my closet. Like, I don't want to get out of this closet until my flight. Dead serious. And it sucks because I have to go to work. I have to make my money. I want to stack up. Like, you know, this is the time where I really need to tune in that hustle. But guys, like, it's getting real out there. The weather's dropping. People are sniffling and coughing. And it may not be COVID, but at the end of the day, like, I cannot have any symptoms. Like, they will not let me on that plane. So pray for me, guys. Pray for me. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. I am so excited. So yeah, a lot of fun things to look forward to. Um, This past week, I actually went to North Carolina, Asheville with my mom and my boyfriend. There is a vlog that I just posted recently. So go check that out. But we went over to North Carolina, um, Asheville, which has the Biltmore Estate, which is this beautiful estate that used to belong to the Vanderbilt family. And it's a very cool place to visit. It has over 8,000 acres. The estate looks like a freaking castle. Um, They even have their own village with tons of like little shops and wineries and restaurants. And we've done it all. And downtown Asheville, let me just say, I the last the first time I went to Asheville was back in like 2013 and I remember it was like there wasn't much granted I didn't really know how to search to do things when it came to traveling I kind of let my mom take the reins on that the first time we came or we went so this time around going again I was like I'm you know I'm picking the restaurants I'm picking the bars I'm picking the activities like I kind of wanted to be in full control of that and I love my family because they obviously let me have it. And we just went to so many cool places. And I didn't realize how like cool and artsy and foodie like downtown Asheville is. I was always under the impression that all Asheville had was the Biltmore State. I was wrong. There's definitely more to it. But yeah, total. it's a place I recommend anyone to go to. I'd go more in depth, but I won't. Because I want you to go watch my YouTube. Go on my channel right now. Go watch the video. I promise. I'm not boring. Okay. I'm not those YouTubers that are just like with the camera in their face. Like we just had lunch. Now we're on our way to here. Okay. Now we just got done doing what I just said we were going to do three seconds ago. No. I do the montage. I do the voiceovers. It's it's a vibe. Go watch it. It's aesthetically pleasing. Don't judge me for using that term. Trust me. You'll enjoy it. But downtown Asheville was awesome and it was kind of like our little Christmas getaway, which is something I really appreciated because working in the industry, hospitality industry at that, it's very hard to have any time off during this time of year because restaurants are busy and to get time off is very hard to get approved for. So I just feel really blessed that I was able to take this time out to go travel with my boyfriend and my mom. We had an amazing time. Christmas is coming up in a few days. How exciting. Um, I do work on Christmas Day, but I am off on Christmas Eve. So, you know, in true Spanish form, Christmas is technically on Christmas Eve for us. So it kind of feels like I have the day off anyway. And I'm excited. I bought everybody gifts. I sent a big ass box to Dominican Republic full of presents. My dad got it just in time. So my siblings, my dad, my stepmom will all be able to open up gifts on Christmas, which I'm so excited for them to open. I can't wait to talk about all the things I got them with them. Obviously, I sent my sister and my niece their Christmas gifts. Unfortunately, they're getting theirs a few days late. 
I did not properly plan that, but I feel very proud on what I bought them. I'm not going to tell you what I got them because I know they listen to my podcast, so you're just going to have to wait. But I'm excited for them to get that too. And I definitely spoiled the shit out of my man and my mom and his mom. So again, super excited for all of them to open up their gifts. Christmas is so ironic because I always say that Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, but this year has proven me different. Like from the moment that I decided that I was going to wrap up season one on my podcast and start the Christmas content and do the vlogmas thing, I just have been, I've gone so hard for Christmas when it comes to watching the movies, listening to the music, even just like my wardrobe, everything I want to wear is holiday themed, like everything, even to to the point of my perfume. I have good perfume, okay, like expensive perfume. And I have chosen my gingerbread sugar cookie body splash from Bath and Body Works over my expensive perfumes. Okay, guys, that is how committed I am to this motherfucking holiday. But guys, it is coming to an end, which makes me a little sad. But I'm finally getting to that point that point what the fuck did I just say I'm finally getting to that point where I'm sort of getting over it I'm kind of like okay let me listen to some Ariana Grande let me put on my good perfume let me watch a series like I'm kind of over this um but you know we're only like days away anyway so I'm just gonna push it a little further but other than that I have to spill the tea guys there's some shit went down at my job and I think it's hilarious and I just I gotta tell you because I know you're here for the tea so the other day I'm at work minding my own fucking business. I'm in the break room. I'm on my phone. I would have, and I actually have been back there for quite some time. Sorry, managers. And all of a sudden, now here, like, okay, I'm going to tell you this story. And it was someone that I work with. I don't even know her name. And I'm not going to describe too much on the situation. Please don't assume. But, you know, I'm a great storyteller. So let me explain. So I'm in the break room and I get up, you know, to go do my job. And as I'm exiting the break room, this girl comes up to me. She clearly works back of the house, which means in service industry term, that just means she works in the kitchen. Like she could either be doing prep, she could be doing desserts, she could be doing salads, marinades, whatever department position that would be in the kitchen is considered back of the house anyone that works on the floor like management hosting bartending serving busing that's considered front of the house so I can tell she worked back of the house because of her uniform never seen her in my life and to be fair it might have felt that way because everyone at my job wears masks and back of the house and front of the house don't ever really communicate as often not as often as we would to like the chef or the managers or whatever so when I saw her and she approached me and never having seen her in my fucking life you can imagine how I can how confused I was when she looked at me and said uh Nicole that's your name right Nicole yeah come with me to the back let's have a talk (laughs) what (laughs) I'm like, um, okay, like, what the fuck? So I follow her to the back and this bitch steps outside. She steps outside, but I'm like, okay, whatever. So we go to the back. She turns around, looks at me in the face and she goes, I just want to know why you called my husband last night. 
Um, <laughs> what? So I look at her and I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, Nicole, right? That's your name? Yeah, I want to know why you called my husband last night. And I'm like, okay, I can guarantee I called no husbands last night. But who's your husband? Who's your man? So she so she describes him. Now, the man she describes works in the kitchen. And I know exactly who she's talking about because he does fry. He fries food. Um, and whatever. So I go, um, no, I did not call him. And she goes, well, then why did your name pop up on his phone late last night? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know who you're talking. I don't even I don't even think I have that man's number. So she goes, well, I asked him who Nicole was on his phone. And he told me a girl that we work with. And I don't need some home wrecker calling my man in the middle of the night. Because you need to know that I'm his wife. And we have a daughter at home, a nine-year-old daughter. And I'm pregnant with his baby. And when she does that, I realize homegirl's like eight months pregnant. And I'm still like in fucking shock. Now, here's the thing. I had a flash, a flash memory. Okay, a flash fucking memory. We're going to go back to September, my friends, September, when I was planning my birthday. Remember that episode where I wanted to go to Greece, but then we were like, no, we're not going to go to Greece. And then I was like, okay, well, now I want to go to Amsterdam, Paris. And then fucking Europe played me because they were like, you can't come unless you're vaccinated. And I wasn't vaccinated yet. And so then we decided to go to Jamaica and it's fine so at work when people were asking me hey where are you going for your birthday and I said Jamaica homeboy overheard my conversation and he approached me and he said hey I'm actually from Jamaica I, I'm gonna be out there for like two months around the time that you'll be out there this is my contact info I'm a taxi driver out there that's how I make my money when I go back home like if you ever need transportation let me know he gives me his whatsapp with the link to his website which is extremely legitimate his face is on there his car is on there the address of his whatever da, 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 the whole nine all of the information is right there black and white and even after taking in this information I was like okay cool we exchanged well he gave me his information he told me to text him through whatsapp and from there was when it was how he sent me the link to his taxi service i took this information to my boyfriend i said hey look where we're staying isn't too far from where this man works his cab driver like his cab services obviously there's going to be a lot of excursions we're going to do the hotel i know provides shuttles but in case it gets too expensive i got this hookup just in case Arnaldo looked at that and was like, we're not calling nobody. We're going to use the transportation through the hotel, through the airport, because that is the safest. I don't know this person. You don't know this person. No offense to this person, but I think we need to play it safe. I totally respected his decision, and I ended up deleting the man's number off of my WhatsApp. Now, let's fast forward back, back outside to this fucking drama. So as she's saying this to me, I get that flash. So then I say to her and I say, okay, well, there was an incident back in September 
when he approached me with his taxi service that he had in Jamaica and he offered me this and I and you know and even as I'm explaining myself to her she's still giving me like this side eye like as if she's still not convinced and I think a part of me I was looking at such a bigger picture because, you know, she's pregnant. She has a kid at home. Her man is trifling. She's feeling hormonal, like whatever. So I don't know why I felt like I needed to defend myself or convince her because I was innocent. I was not calling no man. I don't even know her man's name. I deleted his number off of my phone. And even at that, there is another girl I work with who has the same name as me. She's gay. She is a full-blown lesbian. But still, maybe she got the wrong girl mixed up. Maybe the situation wasn't what it seemed to be at that moment. And even still, I tried to sort of like, no, like it wasn't me. Like, that's crazy. I have a boyfriend. He's like fucking crazy. If he were to find out I was even texting another guy, he'd go fucking ballistic on me. Like, I get upset at myself for even trying, like even like replaying what I did like trying to defend myself to her like I gave it way too much energy than I think the whole situation deserved and even after all of that all she said to me was well I better not find you pop up on his phone again because I can't promise you what's going to happen next time she throws her drink in the trash walks back into the restaurant and in that moment I think it really hit me because I've never, guys, I've never in my life, in my life, been accused of messing with another girl's man. Never. I will tell you this one, T. (laughs) Let me explain. (laughs) Let me explain. (laughs) Okay. So there was like this one time, (laughs) wait, hold on. No, 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 let me stop. Oh, should I even, fuck it, we're, we're, we're committed. When I first started dating my boyfriend, he was with someone else and he left that person for me. Okay, it's T. And after that decision had been made, me and him kind of kept it on the low. Um, and the other girl had a feeling they were never really official. Um, they were kind of like this, like friends with benefits kind of situation type relationship. I don't fucking know, care. Don't really fucking care. But you know, obviously with my boyfriend, I told him straight up, like, I'm not the one like, that's not me. Like you're either with me or you're not. You're either my man or you're not. And he was like, No, I'm your man. Guys, four years later, we're still together. But back in the day when we started, you know, well, who, you know, the girl he was messing with it was more of like a side chick, you know, whatever. And he cut things off with her. She kind of was getting the feeling that, you know, him and I were dating, but he just kept denying it. But she never approached me. And (laughs) I think like a week went by and she finally approached me. And I was like, yeah, and we fucked. (laughs) I mean, what the fuck? I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, we're together and we hooked up. Like, what more do you want? Like, what do you, what more do you want? You know, and it's not to be a bitch. It's just, I'm not afraid to be confrontational. And it's not because I like drama. And it's not because I, you know, I am like a shady kind of person. It's just, I'm a very 
upfront kind of person, respectfully, you know, but aside from even that small incident, which I don't even think that girl that approached me deserved to even know because at the end of the day, that is my business and he is not your man. However, in this situation, I had never been accused of messing with another person's man. So because it had taken it because it had took me off guard so intense is why I kind of felt like I was like over explaining myself and like but no but like that's crazy and I don't even know that man's name and do you want to look at my phone like I fucking I think in that moment when like when she walked away I think that's when it really started to hit me and it really started to piss me off because at the end of the day I don't know this man I don't speak to this person this happened in December okay like just like about a week like two weeks ago and the last conversation I barely even had with this man was back in September imagine that shit imagine talking to some random person in September and then randomly in December some bitch comes up to you talking about oh why you called my husband last night like I'm sorry what I'm sorry who like thinking about it now I should have either laughed at her face I should have been like, you can miss me with that shit because I'm not the one. Like, I feel like there's so many ways I could have definitely handled it. And I think that's why it also pissed me off. Because at that point, it just feels like, you see, now I don't like this. Because now it makes me feel like I have to be careful who I talk to. And now I can't be myself around people that I work with. Because I don't know whose man is watching or whose girl's watching. And it just got me so upset. Because at the end of the day, this is where I make my money. And with all things don't fuck with my money. Don't fuck with my money. Guys, you see my Instagram. You know I like to travel. You know I like nice things. I like to spoil my family. I like to spoil myself. Don't fuck with my money. And this bitch, even though she's not fucking with my money, she's fucking with me at a place where I make money. And I don't like that. So say what you will, but I ended up going to a manager. I don't care. This is my job this is my place of work. This is unnecessary drama. I am 29 turning 30 next year. Guys, I'm grown. I'm over this. I'm done with this. This is no longer my lifestyle to be tangled up in some drama, especially at a place where I make good money. Fuck that. I went to a manager and I was like, tell that woman to stay the fuck away from me because I'm not having it. Like this is a situation. I give her the benefit of the doubt because you know, hormonal, she's pregnant. I'd feel a type of way too. If I was pregnant, with my man's child having a daughter back at home and I see some bitch calling him at the end of the day that's something that you need to approach your man about not me but still I ended up talking to like two kitchen managers they like pulled me to the office they wanted to know the whole story I give them the rundown they relay the message for her to like stay away from me a week later a manager of mine who I'm like fairly cool with comes up to me and he goes so homeboy I'm not gonna say his name but you know trifling husband apparently quit he quit because of the drama and on top of that baby mama wife found out that of course Nicole was an alias name for another female that apparently also worked in the kitchen that he was low-key flirting talking with texting with over the phone motherfucker used my name as that bitch's alias 
whatever. So when homegirl found out, baby mama, wife, she felt guilty. She went up to the manager and she was like, listen, so I found out that it wasn't even that girl I approached and I feel so bad. Should I say sorry? And my manager was like, I mean, you, she deserves an apology. Yes, but she doesn't want you to speak to her. And the, the message got relayed to me. And it was one of those things where it's like, obviously, obviously it wasn't me. Like fucking obviously. But the fact that like, she's like, do like the fact that she had to question, do I owe her? And should I apologize, bitch? Yes. But at this point, I don't fucking care. Like, mama, it's about to be Christmas. Like, you, sh- you got a lot on your plate. I don't even care. Just consider it like it never happened like brush it under the rug water under the bridge I don't fucking care but it did piss me off though and it pissed me off a lot and then me just being like temperamental sometimes I was like kind of like talking shit about it and even the manager was like Nicole like you don't have to talk about it like it's okay like it's over with and I'm like no but that's not okay (laughs) it's fine we're fine we're fine everyone's healthy we're good but yeah can you believe that shit that bitch called me a homewrecker I want to call her a fucking hoe, but I know I can't because she's pregnant. <laughs> I mean, I already... Let's move on. So, yeah, guys. Love that. But other than that, you know, it's been great. This holiday season has been definitely eventful. It's been fabulous. It's been exciting. I leave for Paris in, like... I leave January 1st. And that's, like... Let's look at the calendar together. Oh my god. That's literally in nine days. I leave in nine days. I'm so excited. Oh my god. I'm just so excited. Like shopping and packing for what I want to bring with me has been such a struggle because I know it's going to be freezing out there. But it's like I want to be fashionable but like I want to be warm. So like that's a real hard thing to achieve. But nonetheless, I'm very, very excited. But that's the tea, my friends. Paris is coming up. Christmas is around the corner. I'm Santa Claus. The holiday content has been consistent on my YouTube channel. So go and check that out. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Nicole Asev. I'm going to finish my coquito that my mom made which is so fucking strong oh my god it's gonna put me right to bed but i'm gonna stay up and watch emily in paris season two because it's officially premiering and your girl is going to binge so i love you thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next year